So many listeners say, hey, Todd, please record on your phone. It's okay when you're driving. <laughs> They'd rather hear more, more of these tales, more of these teachings, more of these learnings on the go, which is where I'm always thinking. So here we go. Here's yet another one. Um, and I really appreciate everyone who's listening because um, I love doing this stuff. I love helping and I love providing ideas and trying to improve your lives. And um, as one of the many books I'm writing, Taking the First Step, what I try to do is help you make the first step. You know, there's a lot of self-help books out there and videos and podcasts and, you know, how to do this and how to do that. But as you know, the, the biggest challenge is taking the first step. Don't know where to go. Don't know where to start. Don't know where to begin. Um, and those first steps are critical, you know, and it doesn't matter if it's building a building or, um, you know, trying to achieve something in life. The first step can be brutal. So what I try to do is take all the different things I've learned and um, have been taught myself and practiced a lot of over the years, uh, try to provide ideas to you to help get you on that path sooner. So it doesn't have to take so bloody long because life, life can be, well, life is as long as it needs to be. And I'd rather you be on the right path sooner. That's, that's what I'm committed to. And, um, so that's why I'm here. I wanted to thank everyone. And, um, so let me move on to what one of the many topics I want to talk about is, um, is the news. I want to talk about the news because why, why the heck would I want to talk about the news? Because there's news everywhere. And, you know, although I try not to absorb too much news, you know, there's a lot of crap out there. There's a lot of junk news and there's a lot of lies and a lot of twisted viewpoints and different things that really shapes who we are as people, you know? Um, it's really sad. It really is sad because you've got um, CNN and Fox and, you know, a lot of these bigwigs, um, they, they have agendas, you know? But so do we. So do people. People have agendas. You know, we have certain biases. We like certain things and don't like certain things. So when we ta- tell people stuff or we share news, we often have those little mini prejudices and, you know, different, different beliefs and all that stuff in the back of our minds. You got to be careful with that stuff. Um, you know, gosh, I'm on social media quite a bit. And although I say I try to avoid the news, you can't help it. I get people I follow that tell the news. I listen to a lot of great podcasts that uh, people share news of the world. And news is very important. And maybe we can rename it. Maybe we can think of it as just stuff that's going on around the world. Stories, uh, things that are going on in the world. Um, I'll give you a couple examples of why why this is important, some of this stuff. Um, I caught wind of a story today that um, Senator Rand Paul from Kentucky was doing his annual Festivus report. Um, He's been doing that for nine years and, you know, he's sitting in a position that we aren't. So you don't have to love him or hate him. You could just say, hey, look, this is his job that we're paying him to do or Kentucky's paying him to do. And, um, you know, he's there and we're not. And and he's trying what he's trying to do is he's trying to uh, along many things. I don't know a lot about him, but I do know that he works really hard at trying to keep a, a, a sound and trustable government in place and you know spending and spending bills is one of those important 
parts of what he does. So it was reported that, and I followed up. I always recommend to people follow up. Don't believe everything you're told, but sometimes you can choose to believe it if you want to hear it. You know, some we have that right. We hear something, we want to believe it, we want to rattle it off. That's fine. We can do that. But it's always, a, I think, a wise idea to look into it, to investigate, to to seek the truth. Just so you have a little bit more information. And the news, the things that he, he explained in his Festivus report, I looked up, and it sure as sure as heck is true. Um, a lot of the a lot of the expenses the United States federal government has is like any business, really, but just on a much much grander scale, is they have you know spending on ridiculous things that I or you might not necessarily want to spend tax money on. Know, and that happens locally too. I'm part of different organizations in town, you know, school, church, local government and stuff. Um, try to get involved in this stuff. And sometimes you catch wind of uh, expenses and you say, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, why, why are you spending $10,000 a year um, for a snowplow company when we maybe get two or three storms? It doesn't make any sense. Let's look into that and save the church some money. And that's good for everybody, right? That's just common sense. Your own budget. You're your own person. And you say, uh, or let's say you have a kid and they keep, or no, let's take you or I, for example. You know, we're spending, let's say, five, six bucks on a deluxe coffee drink every day. You know, multiple, multiply that times, you know, by a week or two weeks or a month or whatever. It adds up. It's, it's budgetary. It's common sense. So, back to the Rand Paul story about the Festivus report, the expense report. And some of the things that stood out, I, I can't even remember them all. There, a lot of them were uh, really kind of frustrating. Um, one of them was, I think it was roughly $180 million that was given out to from the Small Business Administration, government agency, to musicians who were struggling that were struggling and and needed some help to get them out of their troubles. And two of them were Post Malone and Lil Wayne. And I'm like, wow, these guys are like super famous. And, you know, at one point in their lives, you know, millionaires, right? And they're using tax dollars to get bailed out. And I looked it up and sure enough, you know, they, they definitely tapped into what one part of their each of their organizations tapped into the to this organization that gave them funding to help them with various things. Now I don't know the ins and outs of that, but I just I, I, I hear in the news and I think, wow. But instead here's the key and why I'm rattling on to get to the point is that you hear the news not to get angry, hateful, or spiteful. I don't hate or despise either one of those musicians. They're talented. They're doing their God-given talent or skill, and that's what they do well. In fact, some of their songs I actually like, to be honest with you. But, you know, that, that's not for me to judge. You know, I, I, I don't think it's right that we do that stuff uh, to hate, despise, and get angry. And that's what the news does to a lot of people. We get angry. We either hate Trump or love Trump. Well, who says we have to hate or love Trump or anyone, you know? And and it's sort of up to you, up to me, and, you know, how it kind of makes us feel. Um, but the news has a tendency to really get people angry. And what I want to try to convey here is to look, listen, observe, and pay attention to what's going on, but 
try your hardest to only observe, only hear, only look, okay? Only observe what's going on and absorb it. And try your hardest not to let it trigger our primal instincts like fear and worry and anger and resentment and hate and all that. Those are really, really primal things that are like animal instincts that may help us survive in a, in a desperate situation if we were primitive. But that's not the case anymore. We're supposed to be growing with our intelligence. I hate to see AI grow exponentially, I'm told, whereas we're supposed to grow as people, as human beings. Our intelligence is supposed to grow. We have the ability to do just amazing, beautiful, creative things. And, uh, you know, perhaps that's another conversation for another podcast, right? But we have that capability. We have that ability to do that, to grow, to do wonderful things. So when we listen to the news, we hear a news topic, you know, we have the ability to exercise some self-control and some intelligence and some creativity. Exercising creativity means, look, so for example, let's take this story where a couple of well-known, very well-off musicians uh, allegedly taking some money from the Small Business Association um, from the government for whatever reason, right? Okay, that's interesting. Now I'll look into it. Why would it frustrate? Well, you know, look, not just me. This is the other problem, too, is that we all get tied up with me, myself, and mine. And and granted, yeah, I have the right to be angry that, we, you know, I pay taxes and I, I, I should have somewhat of a, a, a knowing or a say in where it goes or at least trusting in the, in the company that's uh, spending that kind of money. I have that right and so do you. But I think of all of us, right? And I think, again, I think it'd be a healthy way to go if we all think of each other and think, hey, look, we as people in this country should work together and band together to have a a better company, a better company, a better country, which is run like a company, to have uh, decency and kindness and respect and intelligence and love and, you know, and I'm not talking this love hippie stuff. I'm saying, look, we're all capable of being loving, kind, caring, intelligent, wonderful people. We have the ability to focus on that instead of the hatred. I mean, none of us, nobody likes to see violence on TV or in life, in real life. Nobody likes it. it just, it's just not good. And that's, there's a reason for that. It's just not good. It's not, not a godly way to act. You know, we're, we're created to do incredible, wonderful, beautiful things. We have the capability of doing horrendous things. And, and that's unfortunately what some people take the opportunity to do so so when it comes to the news don't let it trigger anything just say oh maybe so that's what i often say with the news is maybe so and and man have i been bitten by that dead bug where many 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 times still do get bit by the oh i can't freaking believe that can you believe this and i start spreading it and it's just not healthy it's not healthy to spread that you know to do that kind of stuff um So it's just, you know, keeping that stuff in mind when you hear the news. Now, that's one part of it. Okay, so when you hear the news, consider the source, you know, absorb it, see it. Maybe, maybe so. Maybe have a conversation with somebody else. Maybe investigate it a little bit more. Maybe look into it. But the other part of that is trying to be somebody that wants to share, I don't know, 
meaningful information to people that helps better this world. And I don't think there's near enough of that going on right now. What I mean by that is that you really have to dig deep to find stories or news items that that will make you feel better, that will help society you know, think about it. You know, what piece of news have you heard recently that's really had a tremendous positive impact on on the world? And it, it's it's hard to find. It's really hard to find that. So, tr- if if we do that, especially now, now we have the ability and capability with social media to do what we want to do and say what we want to say within limits, right? Obviously, some of them are highly filtered and and a lot of people are getting banned and brought down for saying various things. In, in my opinion, uh, it, unfairly sometimes, I've had many friends and others that uh, I know that have been taken down for just stating actually pretty kind opinions, nothing real violent or anything. And it's sad because sometimes... You know, it's the agenda of certain platforms, I, I guess. I just think it's unfair. Um, but certainly if there's violence, uh, you know, th- things that are doing us harm or no good, um, perhaps they should be not there at all, right? But my point is that how can we extend kindness? How can we extend hope? How can we extend good ideas and creativity and imagination? And I'm not talking about whether you're for or against the Israel war, which has been going on for quite some time, right? I'm not talking about that because that, again, creates sort of a dividing line. What I'm talking about is perhaps there's a story of how... Here's a great, here's a great example. I was walking through a, a mall, a local mall recently, and I came up to this uh, Christian shop that this, this uh, little old lady was running. And she was selling these uh, these hand carved um, uh, Christian crosses and different things, depictions of Jesus and Mother Mary and other things, all made out of this olive tree material. And you know, and I stopped and I talked to her. I, you know, where are you from? And she's from Jerusalem. And she's telling me about how lucky she feels that she got here. She came to the United States one month. She got approval to finally to be able to be in this country one month before the um, before that newest war started, and how grateful she is that her whole family is safe, and she prays and hopes that everyone over there, the re- the remainder of her relatives and other people, she knows that they are safe. Anyway, she went on telling me the story about how she came here and why she started this shop and you know what she intends to get out of it and all that kind of. It was just a wonderful conversation. And these, these little conversations and events, um, most people don't get to hear any of that kind of stuff. And it's almost like it's not newsworthy. And you might agree. But say, well, that's kind of boring. And that's fine, right? We all pick and choose what we want to engage in or listen to or whatever. But there's just a lot of interesting stuff out there that would really benefit us. One of the reasons I do a lot of social media posting on TikTok, uh, YouTube Shorts, uh, Facebook Reels, um, on LinkedIn, is that I love to share because I just feel a tremendous amount of gratitude for everything that I've experienced and everything that I've been taught in life. 
So I just sort of feel obligated and privileged to be able to share that stuff. And I try to make it um, confident and caring and whatever. Gosh, when I was young, would I love to be able to tap into that stuff? And when I started to grow, I did. I started to look for self-help books and I was just fascinated by how others succeed and, you know, fascinated by the spiritual world and, you know, growing up Catholic, uh, learning all the Zen tradition and martial arts traditions and all the various things I've learned is just was was just an amazing opportunity and that's why I like to give it back. Now if we all had that similar mentality and it could be something like let's say you're a mathematician. I just met with a, a math teacher and was talking to her about how she's helping young students uh, develop into entrepreneurs and she's just really passionate about that. You know there's an example where she just finds a passion and Here's the key, one of the biggest, biggest keys I've ever learned to success or to connecting with God or finding your way or getting on the right path is this, is that when you, it's it's in the Bible too, I don't know if you read that or not, but it's actually in many different booklets and scriptures, Um, but it's serving the many, serving the masses, serving others. And when you help others, you're really helping yourself because it feels great, you're affecting others outside of your own personal egotistical self and it's just a wonderful wonderful thing to do and a wonderful habit to get into and assuming it's a wonderful thing you're teaching man if you can mentor or affect one person one person and just change their hearts um, how many of us have heard something from somebody that meant the world or got a hug from somebody or something a gift from something or something from somebody that really moved you and shaped you think about that well that's what we're capable of doing and it starts with quote-unquote the news what we share with other people so I'm just encouraging you to try what I've been doing is is trying to think of ways that you can share love and kindness and great ideas and creativity and imagination and whatever it is that inspires you try to share that with others And as you start doing that, you start to attract more of that in your life. And it just, it's very, I want to say spooky, but it's just beautiful how synchronicity happens. It just, things just start of, sort of start appearing to you based on that, by by that little bit of a shift. Because what's the opposite? The opposite is saying, hey, I'm going to watch the news, get all twisted up in knots, get sick to my stomach, get nervous, get depressed, get anxious, get angry. I'm going to share rumors and stories that many of them aren't even true or riddled with hate. And, uh, you know, what a, what a cycle that is. What a, what a way of living that is, right? Who wants to live that way? So give that some thought, give some thought to creating your own news platform, if you will, in your own mind, or maybe, hey, start a podcast, start writing books, start writing stories, start doing social media uh, posts, and broadcasting your news, your information, your creativity, because each of you are inspired your own way. I'm inspired my way, we're all inspired in similar ways, but we're all a little bit different. So I would encourage you and and plead with you to please think about sharing not just good news for the sake of good news, but if you dig down, you don't even have to dig that deep. You're going to find a lot of interesting information that you can share with other people 
that will change their lives for the better and make it a very, very special, special life for somebody else just based on the information that you choose to share with others.